This is New Life Christian Fellowship's weekly message podcast. You can find us online at newlifepetaluma.org. And now, this week's message. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, Just a really hearty welcome from New Life to you, wherever you're tuning in. If you're here in Petaluma, that's great. If you're outside of the Petaluma area, if you're halfway around the world, it doesn't make any difference whether it's good morning or good evening. Just a hearty welcome from New Life. We're so glad you're tuning in this morning. So, I have a question for everybody. Anybody tired of this sheltered in place? Well, I sure am. And if you're like me, you just can't wait to get out and be among people and do the things that we used to do. Uh, So I've got some good news for you. Um, We're starting a brand new teaching series today, and it's specifically designed to help people like you and me. In fact, it's designed to help give us a life hack. And uh, life hacks are, are just fun topics. A hack is something that makes life easier or better, but it doesn't quite seem like it should work, but it does. Uh, I have a couple of my favorite life hacks here. Um, if you have a cell phone, you probably have done this before. I know I have. I can tell you that when a cell phone gets wet, you can put it in a bag of rice and, um, let it sit for 24 hours and it'll probably work again. Here's another life hack of mine, uh, a jar of mayonnaise in so I'm sitting here at my dining room table and every once in a while someone sets a glass on there and it's cold and it sweats and then it leaves a white mark uh, on the varnish of the table. Well, most of the time, if you take a little mayonnaise and spread it on that white spot and leave it for a few hours and come back and wipe it off, it will actually take that white mark away. So today and for the next few Sundays, we are going to be actually talking about a life hack, a very big life hack that really works in life. And as I was thinking about that, I realized something. Did you know that Jesus taught with life hacks? Now, it wasn't a cell phone and a bag of rice, but we normally call Jesus' life hacks parables because in the parable, there was a lesson And in the lesson, there was a life hack, almost always. They were illustrations from everyday life. So over the next few weeks, we're going to give you one big life hack. And the cool thing is, we could call it a COVID hack because it works during COVID, but it also works during life. And in particular for us, because over the next several weeks, Hopefully, we will be re-entering a more normalized world. It means that uh, this could be a hack for this re-entry time in our lives. So we're going to give you one major life hack and nine small ones within it. And it all comes from a passage of scripture that I want to read to you. It comes from the pen of the Apostle Paul who was one of Jesus' closest followers and who was a very prolific church leader. And here's what he writes. When the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he will produce this kind of fruit in us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, 
gentleness, and self-control. That's quite the list. And he says, he calls it fruit. And I think there's a reason why he's borrowing the image from an orchard. And so uh, today's lesson is going to be on the parable of the orchard farmer, because out of it, we're going to learn four valuable lessons. Now, before I proceed on, I want to read it from um, a different translation that's a little bit more expanded. So listen from the message translation. God's spirit brings gifts into our lives much the same way that fruit appears in an or orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in our heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates all things and every person. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. So I have sitting in front of me a fruit basket, and I want you to take a look at it. It has nine different kinds of fruit in it. And there's an amazing thing that Paul is saying. He's basically saying that, um, that the fruit of the Spirit in our life includes at least nine things. Now, I don't know about you, but if I could have a tree that, that gave me cherries and strawberries and pears and limes and lemons and apricots and apples and banana and, and an orange, um, man, I would want that tree. And there is a surprise in the story for all of us. We're going to learn four different things that every orchard farmer knows. And the first is this. There's life in the seed. An orchard farmer knows that he can't create life, but there's life in the seed. And did you know that there's life inside you? And I'm not just talking about what enables you to breathe and walk and move, that there's something that God put deep inside you that could be considered like a tree that is ready to blossom, bloom, and bear fruit. Let me read it to you straight from the Bible. It's found in the very first page on the Bible. It says, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. So God is saying there's a piece of his nature that is actually put inside of each one of us. And that piece is, is like a tree and the fruit of the Spirit is what actually grows on that tree. Now, the sad part is, oftentimes that tree in us gets covered up by the junk of life. Could be uh, the dysfunction from the home that we were raised in. It could be a soundbite from a teacher in grade school. It could be the voice of a bully. It could be the way we've been treated or mistreated in the workplace. It just, life has a way of just dumping junk on that beautiful nature in us. But, but here's something that I know that you know. And that is 
There are certain moments and times in life when somehow we are able to push aside all that junk and we actually find that peace of God in us. When the fires hit uh, in, in 2017 and 19, so many people in Sonoma County found that image of God in themselves and they pulled forth the best of who they were and we saw beautiful and wonderful acts being done. Even right now, while we're sheltered in place, there are so many stories of people who are doing heroic things because when the pressure is on, we can find a way to get in touch with that. So the first thing that every orchard farmer knows is that there's a miracle of life on the inside of the seed. And I would say to you that there's a miracle of God's life in seed form on the inside of you and me. Now for the rest of our teaching, we're gonna go outside and I'm gonna use an orange tree in my front yard as an illustration. So let's pack it up and go out there. So here we are outside in my front yard and this is uh, my orange tree. And so, hey, we're talking about the parable of the orchard farmer. So why not have an orange tree uh, as an illustration? So if you'd been here three weeks ago, this tree was covered with literally tens of thousands of blooms. But today there are no blooms on it because the tree is in a different stage. So take a look, there's some tiny little oranges that are forming right over here. And um, hopefully they're gonna grow into full and beautiful oranges that will be wonderful and sweet. And that's where we learn the next thing that the orchard farmer, know, farmer knows, and that is that fruit develops over time. Growing fruit is not a fast thing. And oh, by the way, in our lives, the development of the fruit of the spirit, that's not a quick thing. It develops over time. And in fact, these oranges behind me will take more than nine months to develop. And they'll just get a little bigger, a little bigger, a little bigger. And eventually, they're little green things now. They'll turn orange and they'll turn sweet and juicy. And it's that same way in your life and mine. If we go into this thing of, of having the Spirit develop fruit in our lives and we think that's going to happen in a week or a month, no, 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 it's, it's, it's an overtime thing, but it's also a constant and continual thing. So we have the opportunity to see these little steps of progress like going from bloom to tiny orange and then from tiny, tiny orange to a bigger orange. And, and you can begin to see the whole orange develop. So the orchard farmer knows that real fruit, sweet fruit, lasting fruit, doesn't take place in a hurry. It develops over time. The third thing that the orchard farmer knows is that the farmer doesn't make the fruit. Every orchard farmer knows that. And here's the interesting thing about this. You and I... For us, this could be very much the easiest thing for us to overlook. Makes all kinds of sense on a tree. We all know, oh, we can't make fruit. Uh, in fact, if God doesn't put fruit on this tree, it's not going to happen. But the amazing thing is we can pick up our Bibles and read, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. And we think, i got to make that. That's up to me. This is what I owe God. 
And when we look at our lives and we're short on love, we think, I got to make some more love. I've got to be a more loving person. And that's a, that brings up a really interesting question because I think it's harder for us than we think to actually believe that this is the fruit of the Spirit and not the fruit of my hard labor. So here's an interesting question for us. What do we do when the fruit on our tree is either dwarfed or missing? What we decide to do about that reveals a lot about who we think makes the, tr makes the fruit. Now, take a look at this guy. I've done this before in my life more times than I would ever hope to remember or count. If you've been to a county fair, you've played this whack-a-mole thing. And the idea is, whatever mole sticks its head up, you have to whack it down. And there have been times in my life when anger pops up and I whack on that. And then impatience pops up and I whack on that. And then judgmentalism comes up and I whack on that. And I think if, if, if I could finally get all the moles to stay underground, I could be a beautiful and wonderful person. And the fruit of the Spirit would be in my life. Sorry to say, friend, that's not how it works. Actually, I'm not sorry to say that at all, because if that is how it works, can you imagine the frustration we would all have? Because you know what happens when we start beating on these things? We're not building character. We're trying to beat down bad character. And we think if we could just beat the bad character out of our life, we'd have good character. That's not how it works. And not only that, what do we do when it doesn't work? Well, we do... What the old saying says, if that doesn't work, go get a bigger hammer. So we go get a bigger hammer and we beat harder. And in the end, we beat ourselves up because we are expecting the impossible of ourselves. We are expecting to build and develop and grow the fruit of the Spirit in our lives by our own power. So is there a better solution? Well, yes, there is. In fact, it's a simple concept, concept that leads to the big life hack that this whole teaching series is about. Because the fourth thing that every farmer knows is that the secret is actually down there in the soil around the trunk of the tree. You see, the truth is, if I did nothing to this soil at all, this tree would probably bear some oranges this year. Not as many as I hope it does. And they might not be as sweet as, as I hope they are. And they might not be as big as I hope they are. But it would still bear fruit. And it would probably bear fruit the next year and the next year and the next year. But if a very severe drought came along and I didn't water the soil and I didn't fertilize the tree, it might actually kill the tree. You see, the point is, though I don't grow the fruit, I can have a role. Because what's in that soil down there? Well, it's the root. And it's the roots that actually grow the fruit. And to borrow that imagery, the author is saying to us, the Holy Spirit is the root that's in us. It's that image of God that's in us. It's that, 
It's that miniature tree that's all designed to bear this beautiful fruit that's already in us. That's what's in the soil. And that's where the life hack comes in. And if you've got a pencil, I want you to get ready to write this down um, because this is the life hack we're going to refer to over and over and over again in this teaching series. And I don't want you to forget it. And here it is. When I'm short on fruit, I need to connect to the root. You see, when I'm short on fruit, when I look at my life and, and, and love is missing or it's wanting and joy is in short supply and peace is, I'm just living in chaos. When, when I'm short on fruit, instead of trying to produce more fruit, what I need to do is connect to the root. So we're going to do a fun thing as we close today. And um, I'm going to take you on an exercise of connecting with the Spirit because it's one thing for me to say what you need to do is connect with the Spirit. And it's another thing for me to show you how. So if you if you watched our service last week, uh, Angela took us on a beautiful exercise uh, that really helped us open our hearts. So we're going to do something similar to that. Um, we're going to go to one of my favorite places to sit. It's actually in the forest where you can hear birds singing and all that sort of thing. Um, and so I'm going to ask you to use your imagination. You can see the forest there and the birds chirping. And the first thing that, that I want us to do is just sit for a moment. And listen. What do you hear? What loud sounds do you hear? What quiet, gentle sounds do you hear? Now let's take a deep breath in. Ready? Inhale. Big, deep breath. Okay, let it out slowly. Again, listening the whole time. Listening for the Holy Spirit. Listening for what messages He would actually bring on the screen of your mind. Let's do that again. Let's take a big, deep breath. And now let's let it out slowly. Now let's invite the Holy Spirit to come and sit with us. In whatever imaginary place you are, maybe you're sitting on a rock, maybe you could make room for Him on the rock in your mind, maybe, maybe you're, you might actually be standing in the forest and you just invite the Holy Spirit to come and stand either next to you or in front of you. Maybe you're leaning on a tree Wherever you are, just invite the Holy Spirit with these words. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come and sit with each of us. We are here to process some things with you. And now let's listen for anything that he brings up for us 
about this list that we just read? Is he saying anything about affection for others? Maybe you've been running short on that. Or maybe he's affirming how well you're doing in spite of the pressures of shelter in place. Is he saying anything about exuberance about life? The joy that you're either finding or not finding in every day. How about personal serenity and the concept of peace in the midst of situations that might not naturally be peaceful? Now, we're not, we're not listening for guilt. Although if the Holy Spirit says, hey, I want to work in your life in that area, well, just take note of that. But in many cases, he's going to be saying, you know what? I see that fruit in your life. That's good. So let's listen for, for messages of both affirmation and just putting it on our radar. How about our personal serenity and willingness to stick with things? Our commitment level. Any message there? or a personal conviction that a basic holiness permeates all things and every person. A loyalty in our commitments. What a beautiful characteristic. Or a sense of not needing to force our way in life. Or our ability to marshal and direct our energies wisely. So now let's say a simple prayer and pray to the Holy Spirit. And you can repeat this in your spirit. In fact, I would encourage you to. I'll lead us through it. Holy Spirit, you are my friend and companion in life. I am so grateful for you. Thank you for sitting with me or standing with me today. I want to learn to hear you better and more often. We have just been taught about the beautiful things you want to bring out in our lives. I want you to know I want those things to be fruit in my life. When others look at me or visit with me, I want them to see all of those things in me. That would be so awesome. 
And yet, I acknowledge that I can't make any of those things on my own. You know I have tried. I now realize you developed them in me. Thank you for promising that to me. So here's the thing. Today, I open my heart to you right now as much as I am able. And I will leave my open sign lit up for you. When you know a moment of development is approaching, speak to me in my spirit. Give me a gentle nudge. Make me aware of the moment so I don't miss it. And I have one more favor to ask, in addition to making me aware of the moment. Would you please give me a simple instruction of what you want me to do in that moment? So that it isn't just a window of opportunity that passes, but an actual moment of development in my life. Now here's my promise to you. Not only will I keep my open sign lit up for you when you nudge me and give me a simple instruction, I will walk with you in that instruction, realizing I'm not on my own in that moment. But you are with me and you are empowering me to do what I either wouldn't or couldn't do on my own. I'm so excited about what you're going to be doing in me in this week. Thank you for listening. I love you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, New Life. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you come back next week as we um, continue our series called Life Hacks. And we'll be having a lot of fun together and invite a friend. We'd love to see some new faces and chat with some new friends inside the chat room. So this is a great opportunity to invite a friend. And if you want to stick around and chat, we'll be in the chat room. And what do we say, Miles? Bye, new life. Bye, new life. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. You can find more information about New Life, including contact information at newlifepetaluma.org. Thanks for listening.